Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. The Portland Film Festival is coming up. Let's get all the details. On the show this time, I would like to welcome Josh Leak. Josh is the executive director of the Portland Film Festival. Hey there, Josh. Hi, thanks for having me. Certainly, thanks for coming in. So the Portland Film Festival is coming up. What are the dates this year? Uh, October 22nd through the 28th. And tell me about it. When? What are we going to see? Wow, it's uh, it's <laughs> a, a, kind it, of a it's big a, question. It's a full week. In fact, I was just online looking at our website uh, at our tickets, uh, which is at pdxff.com, and we have over a hundred and eighty different events and films screening in a week. In a week. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty much we have four films screening every two hours from one o'clock until midnight. Uh, which is a lot of movies. That in is fact, a lot of movies. And it's even more than 180 films. It's actually 209 because we have a lot of short films. And those short films end up getting put together. And, and, and so, you know, you watch like nine or ten shorts at a time instead of uh, a feature. Are there full-length feature films too? Then? Yeah, tons of features. I think we have uh, 80 features. Um, a lot of names that you'll know and some of names that you don't know yet. Um, in fact, that's kind of one of the big things at our festival is uh, we're called an independent uh, film festival, which means we tend to screen a lot of movies that uh, are made by actors, producers, directors that are up and coming. Um, so, you know, a good example is um, about four years ago, we screened a movie with a guy by the name of uh, Jason Momoa, who is this at the end of this year opening up a movie called Aquaman. So it's kind of cool to meet people and see people before they're the huge celebrities. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, you are the founder of the Portland Film Festival, right? Why did you start this? Well, it's kind of a funny story. Um, and I guess it, it, it actually is um, pretty pretty poignant today, too. Um, I noticed uh, this homeless gentleman in my front yard um, taking my cans. And I was like, what's that guy doing taking my cans? So I went out and talked to him for about a half hour. And, and he told me that you know he was homeless. And, and how he lived was he went around and, and picked up cans and took them in. And that's how he lived. And I felt like that was such a, a, a very foreign thing for me. I mean, you know, I worked for and, 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 you know, I had a nine to five job and, you know, it's like, wow, that was such a, such a really different way of making money. So I ended up, uh, getting a camera and, and followed four or five of these homeless gentlemen around Portland um, as they picked up cans, as they, you know, met with the store owners, um, you know, really got, really got dirty dumpster diving. And um, I ended up making this short film that I submitted to a festival in New York that was um, hosted by um, a pretty well-known actor by the name of Hugh Jackman. Heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. He was a uh, <laughs> Wolverine and, you know, um, super nice guy. So anyways, I had this film screen in New York in front of 15,000 people. Nice. Uh, yeah. It was super awesome. Bryant Park, amazing night. And I ended up winning the film festival. Wow. Mr. Jackman gave me a check for $20,000 and a whole bunch of other cool things from the, um, the MPAA, the Motion Picture Association of America. 
And I ended up taking that film and traveled the world and visited a whole bunch of different film festivals. And I got to meet a lot of really cool and neat people. Um, in fact, I ended up meeting someone who I ended up making, I'm making a movie with now at a film festival in London. I can talk to you later about that. But um, so I came back to Portland and I wanted to screen this movie that I had reasonably good success. I mean, short films, yeah. you don't usually make money off. And, you know, the fact that I got a $20,000 check and Mr. Jackman to say that he liked the movie and so forth was pretty, was pretty awe-inspiring for me. And um, I looked for a festival to play the film and, and no one was really interested in playing it. And a lot of the other festivals in town focused on foreign films and they really didn't have an opportunity for a, a local Portlander to screen his movie. Um, so I went up to an old film instructor of mine, um, a guy by the name of Jay Cornelius, uh, and he was a co-founder of the festival. And um, I said, Jay, you know, we should really do something. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And we ended up starting the Portland Film Festival. It was about six, seven years ago. And, you know, one of the funniest things happened is we interviewed a guy um, that was a co-founder of a film cooperative uh, that Disney ended up buying for $800 million Whoa. six months after our festival. So if you were there at our first year, you could have met uh, this almost billionaire, which is, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, and it's so great to be in the independent sphere because you really get to meet people before they're the George Clooney's. And, and that's kind of cool, you know, seeing someone uh, start um, from sometimes just getting into the industry and, 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 you know, going from there. So, but that's I mean, even our first year we had, um, we had uh, such a great turnout. It was amazing. It was all over the city. Um, so it, it really has become a love uh, for me. Uh, Jay Cornelius, who's an amazing person, ended up having his fifth kid. And his wife told him after that first year of the film festival, either either you're my husband or you do the film <laughs> festival. And he chose the uh, to stick with the family. So yeah. it's probably a wise choice. Yeah, definitely. I don't have any kids. I guess the festival is my kid sometimes. Yeah, well, so okay. yeah. yeah. We're talking today with Josh Leake, executive director of the Portland Film Festival. Now, um, where do these films come from? Are there they're from all over the world, right? Yeah, actually, we play films from all over the world. We have no like, um, you know, some festivals are like, we want to play four films from every country. We don't really do that. What we say is we have an open call, submit your films. And we this year, I think we had, I don't know, close to 4,000 films that were submitted. And we had, you know, somewhere around 120 people that watched movies, watched literally tons of movies and um, <laughs> made their movies. choices. There was, and actually we did something that was really innovative this year. And, and in fact, uh, all my other film festival friends, you know, other people that have film festivals around the country were like, God, that was such a great idea. Um, we had focus groups in Portland. So over three weeks, we invited Portlanders to come in we catered it so people had dinner and they watched movies for like four hours. And we had some people that were there, you know, 20 days in a row, which was just amazing. Uh, so we actually got a lot of feedback from Portlanders this year. So it makes it, I think, pretty unique. Uh, whereas a lot of times films are watched by film experts. We really felt it was important to bring the public in there. Um, you know, it's really important for us to, to make sure that we have um, you know, not only diversity, but gender parity. Um, this year we're screening over 53% of our films are directed by women. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It is pretty cool. And, you know, your question about are the, all the films from around the world? Yes. But I'm super excited this year. We have over 40 films that were directed by Portlanders. 
Really? And it's more films from Portland than have ever screened in the history of the city. So uh, every once in a while, they'll screen three or four Portland films, but never before have you been able to watch at least one or two movies every day of the festival that were made by Portlanders. In fact, Sunday, we have five short blocks that we're playing, which have, I believe, over 30 films that are playing just on Sunday alone. So it's going to be a, a great wow. day for Portlanders to come out and see their fellow fellow issues and and you know it's it's funny um we were trying to come up with names for the short blocks um so we have 14 short blocks for the world and those are documentary narrative and each of those we named after a portland neighborhood so we have like a hawthorne neighborhood shorts block um now when we came to the portland shorts we were like what are we going to name these what can we do what can we do and we have five short blocks and we're like well we got five commissioners. We got, or we got four commissioners and a mayor. So we decided <laughs> to name each of our Portland short blocks after one of them, you know, after Ted Wheeler and, and all the other commissioners. So, um, although they haven't curated the films or seen them, we should probably email them, the, uh, that each <laughs> of them, the short blocks is named after him. So, uh, and there's even one in there, uh, about, uh, housing. So it's definitely, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, of things that are important important to us Portlanders in these shorts blocks, and I just encourage people to come out and watch them. That's so great. Well, I was reading somewhere on your website that that the Portland Film Festival is considered the coolest film festival in the world. Yeah, you know, it was super awesome. Our second year has happened a couple years ago. Uh, one of the most prestigious, uh, you know, film related magazines called Movie Maker Magazine um, makes a list, and they called us one of the twenty five coolest film festivals in the world. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know we. We don't just do movies. We do screen a lot of movies, but we do have a lot of networking events, a lot of workshops, a lot of parties. You know, a good example is our opening night champagne toast. Uh, Everyone's invited. It's free. It's uh, we asked 21 and over, uh, but you can come on down and you can get a free glass of champagne. And, um, you know, we invite uh, special guests. Um, This year we've invited... um, Chloe Oudelay from the you know from City Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have um, uh, Senator Betsy Johnson. Um, we have the head of AFL CIO Tom Chamberlain. Uh, we've also invited uh, Governor Kate Brown. Uh, we haven't got her confirmation yet, but fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, so we should have a pretty good star-studded um, opening night with uh, people from all over the state here to celebrate not only film but creative arts. I mean, creative arts for Portland is one of the most important things like, besides food. Okay, food's probably the most important thing. <laughs> Maybe air. Yeah, uh, food and air. Geez. But I mean, with Nike, with Intel, creative arts is such a huge employer, yeah. but it's also, you know, it's one of the, I think, not only huge pastimes, but it's also one of the biggest, you know, um, economic um, things that, that happens in Oregon. So mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, come on out, have a glass of champagne. Um, we have over 208 films this year. And out of the 208 films, um, only seven films said they weren't going to send someone to our festival. On average, we have two to eight people per film that attend. So if wow. we have 200 films, two to eight means we could have, you know, we could have up to, you know, 500 to 16, you know, we could have yeah. a serious amount of people that are just industry that happen in Portland. So should be, should be a lot of fun. And, and, you know, we're doing something pretty special this year. Uh, we, um, have created, um, you know, this amazing festival space and it's all happening at the, um, custom blocks of Portland. I don't know if you've heard about that no. yet. 
Um, It's a new building. It's an old stamp factory uh, that's been converted um, by Capstone Partners. They're kind of a huge developer in town. Um, Have you seen like the Slabstone development? And there's a new development in Northwest with the new... um, What's a grocery store over there? It's called New Seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing buildings. These developers are like the hottest developers in Portland right now. And they have a new building called uh, called um, Custom Blocks. And they're letting us take it over. We're building our theaters out. We're getting workshop spaces. There's going to be a VIP lounge. So if you get a VIP pass, you get, you get free drinks and food all day uh, and free popcorn. Um, but <laughs> it's just going to be one of the coolest things. In fact, I've been to tons of film festivals. I go to Sundance every year. Um, I've been... I've been to I've been to film festivals in Lithuania. I'm telling you, I've been to a You've lot of around. film festivals. I've been yeah. around, and this space is the coolest space yeah. ever. I mean, I've never seen a space as cool as this. Why? Well, good question. Um, well, it's 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 industrial, yeah. and it is it is open, and it is over. I think seventy thousand square feet. So it's gigantic. It's building. huge. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's you know we're gonna. I just have never seen as cool of a space. I mean, once you go in it and you see it, you're going to be amazed. In fact, we're going to do some really cool things that are going to be open to the public. Uh, throughout the festival, um, we have gone, thanks to Comcast, our big supporter and sponsor, we've gone to Universal Studios and we're bringing up their head historian, archivist. This guy knows more about monster movies, more about movies than anyone on the planet, at least for you know Universal Films, which is you know all the, yeah. all the great classics. And um, we're actually screening a monster movie that's been remastered every day of the festival. And um, so, which is amazing. And we're flying up um, this uh, Jeff Pertle, who's the archivist from Universal, and he's going to do a talk about um, monster movies. But he's also going to do a special screening of a movie that, from my understanding, has never been played in Portland, at least in the last 10, 15, 20 years. And it's called Spanish Dracula. When they originally made (laughs) Dracula in the 30s with Bella Lugosi Mm -hmm. at night, um, they brought in Mexican actors and crew, and they reshot the film. Every scene, per, every scene was done. In fact, really? people say this is a better version of Dracula than the original one. So, which is super awesome. So, we're going to be screening that during the festival, um, but also free to the public every day. You can come down to the custom blocks and check out one of thirty-six. Um, never before seen printed behind the scenes and um, stills from uh, Universal's monster collection. We're basically going to have a gallery of old monster movies, um, which is super cool. You don't get to see those very often and you can come and check that out for free and uh, you can see monster movies every day of the festival and right around Halloween. So that even makes it even more. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And the Spanish Dracula actually is a part of a partnership that um, Comcast and, and we have developed um, with um, the Boys and Girls Club, which is super awesome. Uh, this year uh, is our third time that we've done it, but we have a program called Future Filmmakers. And what we do is we bring in kids from the Boys and Girls Club and we make short films. And then we screen them, world premiere them at Very the festival. Cool. And we'll be doing that on Saturday of the film festival, I believe around 1130. And we have six films that have never been screened anywhere made by Portland kids. In fact, this year we actually flew in um, Chris Williams, 
Vanessa Williams' brother. He uh, is on um, a lot of different TV shows right now and is a well-known actor. And he flew up from L.A. to make the short films with the kids, which is super cool. He's on Silicon Valley, if you've ever seen Mm -hmm. that TV show. Um, And um, so super fun. We also, first time ever, um, brought in a Spanish-speaking team. So one of the shorts films is actually going to be in Spanish with English subtitles, which is super cool. Yeah. And that actually goes into our Latin X track. This year, every day of the festival, we're playing films that were either made by or are about um, uh, the Latin American culture. So right. a lot of films from Mexico. In fact, we're also doing a... Um, a uh, Dia de los Muertos, which is kind of a Halloween thing, mm-hmm. on Wednesday, which will be super fun. And the dates again for the film festival are October twenty second through the twenty eighth. So it's Monday. It's a full seven days, and the oh, first day is free. You can come down, have a free glass of champagne, meet people, pick up a schedule, and um, you know, have some fun. What is it like to put this festival together? It's got to be a lot of work, and it's not something you just do over a weekend, right? Are you takes, doing this takes to take year round? We start the end of last year. <laughs> and it as just soon as the festival's going. over, you start planning for the next one? Yeah, it's, it's you know, I think we have 68 people that we fly in. Um, you know, I told you a little about her before. We're flying in um, the head of uh, the Oscars for the East Coast, which mm-hmm. is super cool. Um, we, we fly in a lot of industry people, um, adds a lot of culture, adds a lot of expertise to the festival. Um, if you're interested in learning how to write a screenplay, um, we have um, the woman that... Uh, wrote um with bradley cooper um she's written tons of movies with him um she also did overboard which is kind of a funny Mm -hmm. funny funny uh movie and um so i mean you can come get really professional um experience um but also get to meet people so if you're interested in getting into film you know you can learn and meet people that are there or if you're just interested in coming and and watching movies we're gonna have uh we play more independent films during our festival than most theaters do all year wow and, and workshops, you were kind of just hinting at that with some screenwriting stuff, but you yeah. have other workshops too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, tons of workshops. Um, I'm trying to think. So uh, we have, last year we had uh, Tom Cruise's stunt team. Because, you know, Tom yeah. Cruise does all his own stunts. Yeah, he does some pretty amazing stunts. Uh, but he actually has a huge team that, you know, helps plan everything and so forth. They came. This year we have uh, a lot of other really cool um, uh, we have a gentleman that's uh, written, I think, 12 of the last Bond movies, was on the writing team. Uh, he's currently an editor at Vanity Fair, and he's going to come and speak at a special event we're doing at the Piddick Mansion um, on Thursday, which should be really cool. Um, and he's also going to do workshops. Um, Aisha Tyler, she's pretty well known from mm-hmm. Archer and Friends. She's an actress. She usually does a, a workshop on acting. She also talks about making movies. Um and this year we're actually doing something special for our VIP pass holders. We're doing um, more intimate chats. So we have a separate room on the third floor. It's what we call our, um, our, our what? <laughs> it's no, it's not our help. owl's nest. That's a good, we should call it our owl's nest. <laughs> it would be a good it's name. It's crow, our crow's nest. Okay. And it's uh, 50 people or less. It's got fancy furniture. And it's basically where you can sit down and just have a conversation with people. And we're bringing all of our experts, all our celebrities up into that room. So VIP pass holders only will be able to go up and talk to people, which is cool. That's really mean, you'll cool. actually be able to have a chance to sit and talk with Aisha Tyler, you know, of course, be appropriate and all that. But um, yeah, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're making as many fun experiences as we can. And that's really what we find is important about our festival is that we're, you know, we, we don't necessarily have that red rope. 
you know, you go to Sundance, you can't really meet people as mm-hmm. much. I mean, there are a lot of people that go Sundance and Sundance is great, but there's always kind of a red rope between you and then the industry people. And at our festival, we tend to throw that rope away and say, you know, meet people. That's great. And a lot of this stuff is happening at Custom Blocks, which is Southeast Portland, right? But you yeah, have, it's Southeast 10th and Maine. You have and stuff happening all over the city. Well, in the past, we've done everything around the city, but we felt doing it in one location makes it easier for people okay, okay. to go to multiple things. So, um, yeah, everything is pretty much happening at the Custom Blocks, except for our opening night champagne toast, which is happening at um, Gearhead, which is a um, pretty well-known um, film supply company. they got a huge warehouse, and you can go and see all the lights that were used on Wild and all the movies. And then our closing night party will be at Kerner Camera Systems, uh, which is where all the movies get their cameras from. The films that are going to be uh, shown at the festival, are they... Are there any animation type films? Or yeah. It's yeah. a little bit of everything, right? You know, that's a, that's a, a, a good question. Um, you know, we're all... Uh, we were all very sad. And, uh, you know, really... It was really hard, I'm sure, for a lot of us to hear about um, Will Vinton's mm-hmm, passing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about that. Did, yeah. um, and he was always a supporter of the festival. In fact, two years ago, we gave him an award, and we had talked about starting, um, you know, and, and working more together. And we ended up coming up with a few things that we're super ex- excited about. Um, but we did get permission for the family. We're going to be screening a blocks a block of his shorts oh, cool. at the festival. Um, and this is a short blocks that actually he gave us two years ago to screen. So it was, um, you know, a short block that he put together himself. So um, we've invited his uh, two sons to come and speak and it'll be just a good time to remember, you know, one of the, the pioneers of, of the um, not only animation, but of creativity and imagination, I think for Portlanders. Yeah. Animation has been a big part of the Portland film world. It has. In fact, Leica is also doing a a workshop at the Mm -hmm. festival. So if you want to find out what they're up to, you can come and, and listen to them. Yeah, are, so many films are being made right here in Portland all the time. It seems like every time you turn a corner, it's, the streets are blocked off because of films being made. That's so cool to run into that. Yeah, or TV shows. TV it happens. Shows, yeah. It happens a lot in like Vancouver, BC. That's a mm-hmm. it's a big big thing, and, and it's happening more in Oregon. And I think the really benefit that people are seeing is that the jobs in the film industry pay really well. Yeah, and you know they're not nine to five jobs, but. What the jobs I do get are really well paid jobs, and um, you know a lot of our uh, a lot of our um, government officials are seeing that, and they're increasing the incentives right. to bring more f- uh, TV shows. Like Grimm was a great example, um, shot in Oregon, shot in Portland, and you know was just a great source of income and, and creativity. So mm-hmm. it's always fun when that passes over. In fact, um, you know Wild was shot here in Oregon. And, um, you know, how, how awesome has that been for tourism? Yeah, you know, everyone totally. wants to go on, you know, on the hike now. With, with Reese Witherspoon, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not part of the deal, I don't no, think. But. Sorry, guys. She's not there. <laughs> so, Josh, we have a couple of minutes. Give me all the details I need to know about this year's Portland Film Festival. Well, you can buy tickets now at pdxff.com. Um, you can find out more about the festival at portlandfilm.org. Um, basic tickets are $10 in advance, $12 uh, day of. Uh, passes are available from 149 to 399, uh, depending on your comfort level. Uh, if you're someone that wants to have free drinks every day and get free popcorn and and get a free swag bag, then a VIP pass is for you. Uh, but if you're someone that is uh, working in the industry, uh, maybe doesn't have tons of money, um, we have an industry pass where you go standby. Uh, or if you're a senior, a student. 
Uh, we have a, a cheaper rate for you where you can get a pass and you go see everything. Obviously, we prefer pass sales because um, it's less work than selling every individual ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can buy tickets online right now, and, and uh, we hope to see everyone, especially at our free opening event at the Champagne Toast. Do you have any films in the festival? I don't. Not this time. I have. You have in the past. Yeah. Awesome. I had a film I sold to Showtime a couple years ago that we played, which was nice. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. And, you know, we have a, a good selection of uh, films, uh, pretty much every genre you can think of, um, you know, and it's different because when you go to a movie theater, you know, your choices, do I, am I going to go see a romantic movie, a comedy or a superhero movie? You know, you got like four choices every week and mm-hmm. each week those things change out, but you pretty much got those four choices. And at a film festival, it's a little bit different. You know, every once in a while you will see a superhero movie, but that, that's not really the independent jam. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you will see are a lot of great documentaries. And, um, you know, another, our opening night film, for example, La Chunta, uh, is a film made by a Portlander. She went down and um, filmed a festival in Mexico uh, that that happens every year. And it's a festival of uh, men that dress up like women. And they walk through the streets. It's probably one of the most colorful movies I've seen all year. Um, so take a look at that. It's from a local filmmaker. And then our other opening night film, which is great, is um, called Les Bomb. And it, was, it has uh, Cloris Leachman and Steve Gutenberg. So, nice. um, yep. And um, interesting story about that is they submitted their film before it was a movie four years ago to us. And it won a screenwriting competition for cool. us. Wow. And here it is coming back actually as a finished film. So it's kind of a, a really cool, fun experience to meet people and see them grow. And, and that's really what the festival is about is, you know, um, introducing Portland to independent voices. And, you know, um, and that's so important. And that's why I like our Latinx track this year, um, you know, every day of the festival, you can see a film made uh, by or about um, Latin America. But also last year we started our Indigenous Voices track. So every day of the festival, you can watch a film about or made by an indigenous um, filmmaker. So Very cool stuff all the way yeah. throughout, throughout the festival. Yeah. And the festival is coming up October 22nd through the 28th. It is the Portland Film Festival, and we've been talking to the executive director, Josh Leake. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Metroscope is an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 